You're now tuned in to Cultured Views every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Cultured Views. It's your girl Anna. And Nick Knack. Today we are going to get into dating in 2020. But since 2020 is canceled, we will say dating in 2019. <laughs> Our corona has definitely <laughs> left us uh like what the hell year is it? What day is it? What month is it? Everybody's thrown off at this point. My my days are blurred completely. I just wake up I don't and what day today is. No, we just wake up and um we just let it flow. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so to start, right? So online dating, I think, is um, probably been going on for maybe... I mean, I'm sure it's been going on a long time, but I think it's been a lot more prevalent within the last, like, two to three years. Um, with even high school kids that are dating people who are across borders um, versus when we were in high school, I mean... I dated the guy who was next to me in my classroom, you know, because <laughs> right. that's my who I knew. was from church when I was in high school. Uh, you get so. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we knew the people that we were dating versus now where I think the internet has had such an influence that it's, that's what everyone wants to do. And then I noticed it's a lack of face-to-face communication um, when we start dating, you know? So um, I was talking to Anna about my personal relationship and how, you know, my boyfriend right now doesn't really want to inform his immediate family of the way that we met. You know, we, we did meet online. Um, and I think that the, the bad taste that people get in the fact that, oh, you met that person online, you know what I mean? Versus, oh, this was a friend of mine who introduced. I don't think that there should be really any difference. You know, sometimes you cross paths. Um, in different ways. And that's the person that you're meant to be with. You know what I mean? After him and I started to talk, crazy enough, we found out that his mom and my dad knew each other from when they were kids. And his mom's uh, best friend is my dad's cousin. So everything flowed together. You know what I mean? Not knowing. Going into the culture that both of us are Jamaican. Both of our parents are from Jamaica. Um, So I think that also tied into the fact of our families were comfortable with, with each other, but how do you feel, Anna, with the social media comparison? I always see the hashtag couple goals and, you know, hashtag black couples, black love and things like that. Like, how do you feel? Do you feel that there's like, um, almost like a, a stress to meet that level of, oh, you know, I need to be the way that couple is or the way that their goals are that they're traveling all the time? It's it's hard, Nikki. I think I think the couple goals presents an unrealistic 
Ah. expectation of couples yes not all couples are perfect you know there are going to be a lot of things in relationships alone that you're going to get into that are that are you know difficult to deal with or you have to deal with things amongst yourselves and couple goals really it really just to me provides an unrealistic image of couples right you know like you were saying with dating online people believe that you are dating online And, um, you know, you start your relationship with somebody, you're not really face to face. And then you see these couple goals or you see people who met online that now they're engaged and they're married or, you know, they have five children and -hmm. everybody who starts dating online starts to get an image in their head. Well, I'm going to find the one online. Right. Right. So online dating must be where it's at. And that's, it is you still have to go through the getting to know each other the the um you know dealing with with families and and friends and all of that stuff and when you're doing it online and distance distance relationships insights tinder plenty of fish Mm -hmm. um what are the other ones christian Uh, mingle and all those farmers (laughs) (laughs) those kind of places when you join that then you're answering all these questions about Very yourself. True. So people are seeing that and they're seeing your questions and they could say, mm, you know, knickknack, I really just, you're not my kind of gal, right, you know? Right. You I have agree. two kids already and I see that on your profile. So I'm going to swipe. I agree. So you're already getting a sense of who that person is. So it's knocking out all that other stuff that you would have to do if you're in person. Right. I agree. I definitely agree. I didn't even really think, you know, think about that in this sense, because especially on, um, I don't really know plenty of fish or anything, but I mean, I'm familiar with Tinder and, you know, you being able to kind of swipe away certain people that you, ah, oh, this person's not it. You, it's, it's, it, I guess in a sense, it's kind of like moving through the crowd in a bar to kind of go to the person who's like, okay, this person is more in my lane. This person has something that I want instead of me having to go through all of these guys in the bar face to face. Oh my gosh, I got to hear this line. Oh, I got to deal with this person. Oh, you know what I mean? (laughs) Instead now you have pickup lines through text. Exactly. It's not the same as hearing somebody's voice. No, not at all. On the other side. Not at all. But I think maybe... Just to play devil's advocate, right? I mean, because we have obviously those catfish and you have those scammers who pretend to be somebody. And I mean, catfish has been going on for, I mean, since we were in high school, you know what I mean? But what about the sense of, you know, I can say whatever I want to you through text. I can, I can say it. So it seems like this is what I want. But then when we meet in person and now I can't hide who I really, really am behind the screen. Exactly. I can't text you and say, Oh, you know, everything is good. You know, I think that was something that, um, you know, my boyfriend had mentioned to me before we moved in together, he was just like, you know, I know I'm a moody person, but I was able to hide that from you because I would say, Hey babe, I'm going to take a nap or Hey, I'm not feeling good. And I would be in my feelings. He's like, but now that we live together now we're face to face, I can't hide my moods. I can't hide right. when I'm angry and pissed off anymore. You know what I'm saying? So right. there's a good and bad to everything, but I, I agree with you. And I think that, you know, online dating kind of weeds out all of those other people that are not really what you really, really want. Um, right. 
But then you also have to be careful in, is this person scamming me? Is this person being genuine with their feelings? And I think- Genuine is a big thing. Exactly. Because you don't know. You just don't. And I, I, I don't have a problem with online dating. I personally feel that you need to have a strong sense of yourself. Absolutely. To and date. Absolutely. And once you have a strong sense of yourself and, and how you are and your personality, you have to just know what works for you. Yes. Some things don't work for everybody. I know so many people. I have a cousin who is currently engaged and her fiance and her met on Plenty of Fish. You see? And they are living together in Korea and, wow. you know, they're planning to get married. Well, they were planning to get married this year, but no <laughs> decides to mess everything up but they have a fabulous relationship he understands her and she understands him and it works but she was never the kind of person to go out to a bar and try and meet somebody or you know go to a party or meet somebody necessarily through friends those things just never worked out for her and her starting to date online it worked and now she's met the love of her life and it's working out and same thing with you right you know you not necessarily were saying that you weren't meeting people outside of dating online, mm-hmm. but you did both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you ended up finding somebody who you fell in love with and, you know, everything is working out. Right. And I think you bring up the perfect point in the sense that, you know, if if a certain person, man or woman is not comfortable and, you know, or I don't even say comfortable. Maybe you just gotten to the point where you're fed up of constantly having to go to a party or constantly having to like go to the bar to meet somebody or, you know what I mean? Be introduced through a friend because that hasn't worked because I know that was really the reason why it went on. You know, I, my cousin kind of set up the account for me. She met her now husband and father of her first kid that they live together, you oh, know, wow. on Tinder. And she was like, let me just set you up. You're not going to lose anything. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, what What am I really going to lose? If I don't find right. nobody, I don't give two shits. Like, you know, and it just happened literally within the two hours I was on the app. I found Kareem and I logged off and closed the app. And then that was it. You know what wow. I mean? But I think it weeds out in the sense that people are probably fed up, you know, going to parties all the time. You see the same people. It's It's tradition is a traditional relationship still relevant in 2020. That's a good question. Right. I, you know, and in terms of tradition, like, um, do you ask for your, soon to be fiance's hand in marriage still do people still do that because i know when my parents got married my dad asked my grandparents if he could marry my mom exactly and they had to give permission exactly you know but aside from marriage what about just your family in general Mm -hmm. if my brother does not like my boyfriend or fiance that's not working out for me exactly. because I'm very close with my brother. I'm very close with my family in general. Right. But my brother is that first barrier that you need to go through. Exactly. And if you can't get through that, it ain't going to work out. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And I feel like a lot of Caribbean um, men and women feel the same way. They have a very strong sense of family. Yes. And my family needs to accept you. Exactly. Whereas in American culture, again, my cousin... Her fiance is American from Arkansas. Oh God! 
<laughs> I know. And he is like, yeah, well, you guys are all invited to the wedding. This is at Christmas. You guys are all invited to the wedding. Um, my family will be in the back. And it will only be my mom and my dad. The rest of my family is dead to me. What? And we were all like, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. How, how do you, it, I, I always, you know, it, it always confused me with the, with American culture, how just blunt they are to cut one another off. You know, how, how easy it is. And I don't know if it goes back to, you know, um, at 18, you know, you're an adult, you need to get out of the house. You need to go to college. You need to go and live your own life. Um, Mm -hmm. whereas in our culture, especially for the boys, the men don't really get out of the house until they're getting married or, you know, they bought a house, you know, us women, we never really leave the home until we're really established or we have a good relationship or we're about to get married. You know, my mom never left the house until she literally got married to my stepdad. Um, they even bought a house and she didn't move into the house until they were married. You know, and that was just how she felt. I'm not moving my daughter or myself into this house until we are legally married and we're bound to one another under God's eyes. And then I'll move in with you, you know? So I think that the culture, especially, especially like you mentioned, I mean, your cousin's husband is from Arkansas, which is, I mean, completely American. And then having to kind of combine that culture into a Caribbean culture and kind of stepping into how tight knit our families are. Sometimes I get scared for people who don't really know Caribbean people because everybody is in the mix. Everybody. I mean, for me, I have a lot of boy cousins, you know, and when I met Kareem first and as the relationship's going on, I told him, I said, listen, um, if my uncles don't like you. If both my dad and my stepdad don't like you, I'm not even going to introduce you to my aunts or my no. mom because it's not going to make any sense. You right. know what I'm saying? And the same thing with, you know, I have a best friend who's a guy. And before Kareem met anybody, he met my best friend first. And I'm like, hey, this is like my brother. If he don't like you, it doesn't make sense to go and meet my family. Because- we can end it right now because it's not going any further. Nope. Nope. And- don't even think about a ring because if my family doesn't like you, that's it. How are we supposed to spend Christmases exactly. and Thanksgivings exactly. and all of that stuff together? Exactly. So you know, and then speaking on tradition and and dating, mm-hmm. do you or what time period do you think it's okay to start bringing mm-hmm. your spouse around or your boyfriend or your girlfriend to holidays like Thanksgiving or Christmas? For me. Christmas is sacred in my family Mm -hmm. and you cannot come to a Christmas with me unless there's a ring on my finger. Okay. Okay. But Thanksgiving, sure. Come on (laughs) over. Come and come eat with us. But Christmas, that's just a different level. That's a different level to me. Christmas, you, you, you are in there. Like that is like you in, in for real. This is where it is. Um, you know, I think, I think in, in my opinion, I will probably say that um, my family is so open and and welcoming, and um, you know, Anna Anna has met my mom and has been to my house, and and my mom is just kind of like, oh, everybody come in, let's sit yes. down, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So it's hard 
for me and my mom and I are so close that like she would already know about mom I'm talking to this guy or I'm dating this person you know what do you think um really really where to kind of how you, how you said Thanksgiving is a little bit more um casual to you versus Christmas where in our household um Thanksgiving is a very emotional time for our family so mm. we we invite people and everything is great, but I personally would not bring anybody that I'm just now dating to Thanksgiving. Christmas, wow. Christmas, I would, okay, hey, you come to Christmas breakfast, but Thanksgiving, just because um, our family does this tradition where we go around, everybody says what you're thankful for, everybody says, you know, um, why, you know, what they did this year that they're, you know, to make the family better in that sense. So it's a really, intimate moment for our family during Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? But that's a perfect kind of um, example in the Caribbean culture that even though we're both from different islands and we're from the Caribbean, those two holidays for us in our families are so drastically different. You know what I mean? So drastic. Completely, completely on the opposite side. But would we say like, let's say we're getting into a relationship, right? So Getting down to like the nitty gritty, because this is always a conversation that, you know, um, you remember the book, the the Steve Harvey book where um, uh, think like a. Yes. Think like a man. OK. think Yes. Think like a man. Act like a lady or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and I remember the part in the book where he's like, you know, after 90 days is when you'll know somebody. Right. Like you have a three month period of a probation. Right. Mm. So my question to you is at what point, whether you're talking or in an actual committed relationship, would you have sex with somebody? Hmm. It, it really depends on the couple, I believe, honestly okay. and truly. Okay. You can have a bond with somebody right off the bat. Correct. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. it can take you six months. It can take you a year. Right. It depends on that emotional and physical connection with you and with that person. Yes. Because if you don't have that emotional connection, it ain't it's hard. Happen. It's hard. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah. And if you don't have, well, you know, physical isn't always everything. Most likely if you're dating the person, you have some kind of physical connection to that person. Right. Right. Right off the bat. Right. But it's really... I really think it's it's based on the individual person and the couple combined. Because a girl could be like, well, I have a 90-day rule. You ain't getting in this shit until 90 days is up. Right. And I'm going to check off every day on my calendar until 90 days is <laughs> until up. Until the 90 days hits. Right. You know? But what if it's that couple where they just have such a strong bond? Like, mm-hmm. my current boyfriend and I, we hit it off right off the bat. Right. You know? Our, our connection was just phenomenal, emotional and physical, you know, but we didn't wait 90 days, Right. but it's just, you know, for us that worked, that doesn't work for everybody. everybody. That only works for some people. Some I, people really have that rule where they have to wait. Right. And that was me. That was really, really me. I was, um, I was that person who, it's, it hasn't been, it hasn't been at least four months. That was my period of time. It had to be four months. Um, sometimes it was six months at a time, you know, when I was younger and I was like 20, 22, um, I was like, Nope, gotta be six months. 
I got to make sure I know you. I got to make sure this is a real relationship and all these things. Um, and then it got to the point where I was like, okay, four months is not too bad. You know, maybe six is a little much, you know, when I had these conversations right. with myself, um, but then the relationship that I'm, I'm in now, you know, it was like after a month, you know what I'm saying? And you see, you had to have that conversation with yourself. Exactly. And say, you know, knickknack, am I ready for this? Or, right. you know, Anna, is this, is this for me? Is this what I want to open up to right now? Or is this something that I should just wait on? Exactly. I don't believe people should rush into anything sexual. Yeah. You, you need to take your time. Mm-hmm. There is no rush. No, there not at no all. There is no rush wrap it up because a lot of these niggas <laughs> like to do that shit wrap it the fuck up guys like you take your time I, and i'm you gonna sound we're gonna i'm gonna sound as shallow as i mean i don't mean to but sounding shallow in the sense that you know my mom has always told me she's like be careful who you lay with because if you're pregnant by that person and the baby look a different way or the baby look deformed and you just want to have your friend at friend time and party and it always stuck with me and i'm like yo just in case, because you never know, you know, there's slip ups, condoms, bus, people act too quickly. Then, then tell you, say them, Oh, I'm clean. And all you have to take precautions within yourself. Just like you yes. say, I have to make that conversation to say, is this okay? Can I do this? Is this all right to do? You know what I mean? So it's like, if we're talking about, um, building a, a relationship, you know, are we going to base it on how quickly you can get into my pants? Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> you exactly. know? Because it shouldn't be based off of that. It shouldn't be like, oh, well, you know, you're not giving it up, so we can't be together. Exactly. It shouldn't be like Exactly, that. exactly. And I think it ties down and it makes, you know, especially certain things that are not just in Caribbean culture, but even in American culture, because to be honest, I've used to always tell myself, I'm never going to date a Jamaican. I'm never going to date anybody from the Caribbean because they're all cheaters and they're all liars. And I dated Americans. Right. And I'm like, but these motherfuckers do the same shit, except they're they're just blatant with it. They just don't care. It's in your face. Oh yeah. Oh, if you don't. Okay. Well, if you don't like that, man will love you up and love his sweetheart up at the same time. Same same way. Have two different full-blown families from this side of the island to that side of the island, and everything is perfectly <laughs> fine. You get what I'm saying? I think one of the um the com- the the question I had asked Anna yesterday when we were listening to um that salon thing that I was telling you, and the question that it was American salon, but the question was, and whoever wants to answer as we're going through, but the question was basically, you know. If your husband died, would you allow his 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 mistress to come to the funeral or even his side children to come to the funeral? Oof. Right? That's a tough one because I would say fuck no. <laughs> no, not come to my husband's funeral. You're the side bitch. Absolutely not. Right. Sit your ass over there and I'll send you the obituary in the news. Thank you. That's it. I just feel like there's a respect. There has to be somewhat of a respect line there, you know? And, and one of the girls that was kind of having the conversation, she said, um, Oh, you can't do that because that's his kids. What if he knows the kids and Ray, Ray, Ray. And I'm like, don't care. I, I, I it just, I, he didn't, commit. I don't care. he didn't commit to those kids. He didn't marry their mom. He did it. You know what I'm saying? Make that. So it's hard for me to just say, and I know we're going to sound like we're ignorant or whatever, but in our culture, I just don't think that it's, respectful for you to bring in a whole side family at a moment where it's we're mourning you know right 
there's grief right. going on right now for you to okay. pop up and the whole family's like he had more kids or he was cheating on auntie so-and-so or that's, mm-hmm. it's not okay you know that actually saying? happened to me in my family i went to a funeral and um it was a grand uncle it was my grandfather's brother mm-hmm. um and we were at the funeral and the the side children showed up <laughs> and i just remember everybody looking like the fuck is going Why on are you right here? here right first of all we don't even know you mm-hmm. why are you here mhm mhm and you're just going to pop up because what that's your father right i don't care right right i don't care it's an awkward moment it's awkward and it's it's really even more awkward for the wife yes it's a reminder that okay my husband fucked me over yes yes and these are the kids that happened after because of that action yes and i have to be no reminded. one is not kids fault i completely agree it is not their fault right. however you're reminding it. it it's hello yeah exactly it's definitely definitely being reminded at that point you know what i mean um it's 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 hard and i think that that's what sometimes men and women have to kind of keep in play like yes you're making a life and you're doing what you want to do but what happens when you die what happens if something happens to you now these right. two families have to kind of figure out what are they going to do at this point you know right I mean? correct and it just ties back into just having that family bond with your spouse or with mm-hmm. your boyfriend you know mm-hmm. family plays a huge part if you guys are on the same page about a lot of things shit like that won't happen yes you know yes so I, maybe it comes down to where you find your spouse or how you find your spouse mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. going into some statistics it says that only 2% of men start relationships with a partner that they found in a bar compared to 9% of women who will start a relationship with somebody they found in a bar. Yes. That's the big difference between Huge. men and women. Yes. So what? Men y'all don't like to pick up women in a bar? <laughs> but don't you go to the bar to find women? Right. Right. But maybe it's that one night stand type of situation. You know what I mean? Right. But then again, 33, almost 34% of college couples started as long distance. So that could be plenty of fish. That could wow. be Tinder. That wow. could be anything like that. Right, right, right. That's a big number. 33% is a huge jump from me meeting you in a bar than me meeting you online and this is a long distance. Right, right. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Culture Views this week. Tune in next week, Tuesday. It's a part two of our relationship topic.